Welcome in to a special summer edition of the Talking Ball Y'all podcast. It's going to be a short and sweet version as we just have one episode tonight, but that episode's a friend of mine and a friend of the program who recently got great news that he's going to be inducted into the PRCC Athletics Hall of Fame. And so a guy from Picayune to be able to get uh, that special honor and accomplishment we wanted to have on the show and to get his thoughts. So we'll have Jake Smith on the program. He was a second baseman uh, for the Picayune Maroon Tide for the Wildcats there at PRCC and also at William Carey. And uh, most importantly, just a really fun, good dude. And so it was a pleasure uh, to get to visit uh, with Jake to get to talk about his Picayune and PRCC playing days. And so sit back, enjoy this episode. Making decisions on when and where to further your education is a big step in life. So let Pearl River Community College be the destination for you. Pearl River offers the first two years of any major and over 42 career and technical programs. They have three locations to better serve your educational needs. The Hancock Center at 454 Highway 90 Suite D in Waveland. The Forest County Center at 5448 Highway 49 South in Hattiesburg and the main campus located at 101 Highway 11 North in Poplarville. Pearl River Community College. Roll, River, roll. Eli and Shauna Oder pride themselves on the way that they serve their customers. With that being said, they have recently formed the Magnolia Insurance Services to take care of all your business, trucking, property, and vehicle insurance needs. Please call 601 601- 590-3676. That number again is 601-590-3676 for any of your insurance needs here in Pearl River County. Now it's our pleasure to be joined by Jake Smith. Jake, thanks for taking time for the podcast, my man. Oh, anytime, Clay, man. I'm a big fan of talking ball, y'all. Jake, we appreciate that, brother. And what good news, man. You're going to be inducted at the end of July into the Pearl River Community College Athletics Hall of Fame. How exciting is that? Oh man, I'm pumped, man. To be uh to be even considered for this award is amazing. It's an honor for me and my family. And uh to be on that list with some of the greatest ball players that ever play at Pearl River Community College, that's that's truly an honor, man. Cool stuff. Jake, of course, was a second baseman two thousand and one and two thousand and two. Jake, when I roll that off, man, that sounds like that was just yesterday, but both of us, you in particular, is getting old, brother. Good Lord, Clay. I tell you, just to even be thought of 20 years later, man, that's, uh, that makes me happy. Tell us about those teams, Jake. You had a um, situation where you played for two different head coaches and Coach Nightingale and then Coach Artigues. Uh, tell us first, let's start with that 2001 season under uh, Coach Nightingale. Tell us a little bit about that club. Man, that was a uh, it was it was a tough club. See, out of high school, man, I, I actually Brearwood offered me after my my very last high school baseball game at Picayune, but I didn't end up going there straight off. LJ was a John Dobson assistant coach at Picayune. You know him well. He uh he brought me to Faulkner State and had a tryout for me there because that's where he played. He, right. he wanted to see me go there, and I went there, had a good little tryout. And they gave me a scholarship, played there in the fall, but uh, they wanted a red shirt, and I just didn't feel right about that. So I came back home, and Nightingale and Brewerwood, they, you know, they, they let me come back, fortunately. And uh, I, ha- I had to bide my time for a little bit because they were 10-0 and in the fall, 
and they straight told me when I got there, you know, you're going to have to earn your spot. This team's undefeated. They, they playing well. And so I just, I just kept grinding and, uh, eventually probably about 10, maybe 12 games into the season, I earned the spot at second base and kind of just ran from it from there, man. But they were, uh, it was a good ball club for, for some reason. I don't know why we had all the talent, had great coaching. Nightingale was hard nosed. You know about Brewer, what kind of player he was. And he was just as good as a coach. And, uh, we just didn't, didn't get it done. A little under 500, I believe that year. And, uh, it, it was disappointing for us, but I, I learned a lot that year, and uh, I enjoyed every second of it. So Co- Coach Artigues inherited, it sounds like, a pretty good situation when it comes to talent, Jake, and then y'all had a really nice year, that O two 2 year. Let's talk about it. Yeah, he, we did. I think he brought in a couple of – he brought in a couple more coaches and he, I believe maybe three more guys on the roster, which were just pitchers. I, I shortened it kind of saying just pitchers. They were, uh, <laughs> they were, they were great arms, man. Jared Salazar and, uh, Colin Smith and just some guys that could really throw the ball and get it done. And it, it was just the mindset, man. When he came in, probably the, the first team meeting we had, just that man's voice. He, he controlled the room. And he, he got your attention. It, he he make you feel special, make you think that you could get it done, you know. And that's what we did. Just we, we loved it. We was always at the ball field. Even if we weren't at the ball field, we was always around each other. And honestly, there's 10, 15 other people on that team you could be talking to right now, and I'm just blessed to be the one, you know. But uh, if it wasn't for them, I definitely wouldn't be here talking to you. Jay, let's talk about Coach Artigas' style, just remembering his, his days at – PRCC, his aggressive style, and then you can kind of see it, if you will, uh, a protege of his um, from Matt Riser and the way that he coaches his teams on the base pass over at Southeastern Louisiana, but what was that like, man? I was reading um, in the press release, you were second on the team on on-base percentage. I believe you led the team and, and run score, but his philosophy on the base pass. Well, he, he was definitely uh, get him on, get him over, and score. It was a small ball mentality because uh, if you look at that team's average that year, we was probably a little below halfway on the mark as far as everybody in the league, but we just had arms that you weren't going to score a lot of runs against. So if we could get two, three, four runs, we had a great chance to win, that, to win a ball game. And uh, I tell you what, that's where I learned how to drag butt and probably add about 150 points to my batting average. It's, uh <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I can't tell you how many times I dragged bunted, but we was definitely, you know, we, if you got on the base pass, it was hit and run. It was uh, delayed steals. It was reading balls in the dirt. Just things like whatever you could do to get to that, uh, to get in the scoring position, you did it. And we always just got lucky with a big hit to get you in, you know. You know, Jake, you bring up a drag bun. You may have to explain to your son, Easton. I probably will mine, too, or – are your nephew, Newt, Luke, any of these uh, younger guys exactly what a drag punt would look like? That's why I call him a chuckle, man. You can go a lot of baseball games and not see somebody even attempt a sacrifice bunt, much less a drag bunt these days. Yeah, you're right about that, man. They think it's all about that long ball drop and drive. But uh, try even a push bunt, man. That really throw them for a loop. But that's <laughs> the kind of things we did to get it done, and, and it worked out well for us. That's what that team was designed for. That's that's what kind of players we had. We didn't have a whole lot of guys that get the ball out the ballpark, but we had speed. We we made contact well, and uh, that's just how we rolled, man. 
your days uh, playing there in the World Series uh, in Tennessee and winning that Region 23 title, I believe I read it was the first in program history. How cool is that to look back at, Jake? And what were those days like? Oh, that, it was uh, that regional, man. It was hot, hot, hot. And we got beat early. And if I'm not mistaken, I, I might be, but I think we got beat early in the regional tournament. We just got our feelings hurt in state tournament up there at uh, Northwest, I believe. The Rangers went zero and two and got sent home, mm. and just had you know we had to we had to rally the troops and get back for that regional and lost one. I think it might have been to Avalon at Holmes, maybe. I, I might have something mixed up there, but we had to come back anyway. We fought our way back. Had to win a double header against Hines on a hot hot day in May, man. And uh, oh man, we won that. Dude, I'm getting chills talking about it mm. right now. It was a it was it was special. And uh, but I'm not gonna lie to you. When we showed up to that field for that tournament, we knew we was gonna win it, man. We was prepared for it from that day, that first game that year against Meridian, when uh, it was a close ball game, and you know Meridian was always the powerhouse in, in Mississippi. And you know when they came in there, we knew if we win this game, we're gonna take over the reins, and that's what we did. We beat Meridian, had a great year, confident to every tournament we went to. That team, Clay, I know this might sound like a foresters, but we felt like you could probably drop us off in Omaha and we was going to compete for that championship. That was just the mindset of that team. A lot of that probably has to do with uh, Coach Artigues and what he instilled in y'all. Jay, when you look at um, the players that you played with, man, you mentioned some impressive arms, some guys that went on and played some high-level Division One baseball already. You've already dropped those. But some guys you played with or against in high school that – uh, when you think back to your playing days, you're like, man, oh, man, them guys could really do it. Some guys that stand out, whether you played with them or against them, Jake. Uh, i tell you one that, that was, uh, if he didn't do the job he did behind the plate, I don't, I mean, ain't no telling what we'd been. We definitely wouldn't have made it to the postseason was uh, Jared Harris, man. from uh, He's got a brother named Justin Harris who, who pitched, and he had a good arm. He was hurt that year, I believe. Hurt his arm at Tommy John, but I don't even – I don't know. I know he caught in high school, but you would have. I, it, it's crazy to think of how good of a catcher he wouldn't let a ball by him. I mean, just got it done. Had a good enough arm and just uh, he gun you, try to steal. He was gritty. We had uh, Blake Muna in center mm -hmm. field. Nothing was going to drop out there. I don't. I think he might. I I might be lying. Might have like a thousand fielding percentage. Wow. Uh, Jason Santiago, you remember him? Yeah. He was a three-athlete three, uh, uh, sport at St. Stanislaus and, and played football and baseball at the River and did great at both. Uh, yeah, I think he led the nation or was close to it in, in picks on the football side, wasn't he, Jake? You're right about that, man. I think he went on to play at La Tech. That's and, right. Uh, he did good there, I believe. But just, man, I could go on and on with you guys. Eric Atkins, Nate Murray at shortstop. I mean, uh, Jabrell Cook. Just, I mean, it goes on and on. We had, we had some athletes and some competitors, man. At that time, correct me if I'm wrong, Jake, it was still districts, correct? Yes, yes. You had your, uh, you had your district, but then you also had a region. You know, I think you, I, I, you had your state, which was, I forgot how it worked, but I know you just had a certain amount of teams in your regionals. And, but, you know, stop. But stop for recruiting uh, purposes, Jake, it was still uh, busted into to, 
to your regions and your district. There weren't you couldn't go all over the state and get kids like you could now. Is that correct? No, yeah, you're right, buddy. You're right. It was region. Uh, Pearl River pretty much had to stay uh, a couple places, a little south of Hattiesburg, I think, and along the coast, Pearl River County, and a little bit on the coast, I believe. They St. Louis stuff like that. So when you look at it, some of that's been lost, I think, in, in being able to go across the state. But you knew some of these guys from competing with uh, with and against from your days at, at Picayune, too, right? Yes, sir. Sure did. Uh, you, one, you probably remember Josh O'Flynn, the sidearm pitcher from Pedal. Mm-hmm. He was nasty, man. He probably appeared in 70 80% of the games we played that year and shut him down. All right, Jay, we're going to go from – we've started there. We're going to go backwards a little bit. You mentioned L.J. Little John uh, Dobson, who was a great high school player and was awesome over at Faulkner State as an assistant at your Picune days. Tell us about uh, your Picune Maroon Tide uh, days. We, kn- we know that we have a lot of Picune uh, listeners that are going to tune in to this podcast that would probably want to hear about your Maroon Tide days. So let's go there. Well, you, you know yourself, Clay. You played there. was a good ball player. Uh, Picking has got that mentality. If we, we showing up, we're going to win. Losing was not an option. And we did that most of the time. Uh, we had a great coach, Kent Kirkland. He, he, he was there for a long time and won a lot of ball games. He, he, you know, he, you had to. You had to be on your P's and Q's. They kept you straight. You had to have good grades and, and compete. But the toughness, man, I mean, Coach Kirkland was all about toughness, but LJ brought that. And I believe that's probably where I first started being a, a gritty, hard-nosed ball player was from John Dobson, man. He was uh, he was excellent. And, and that you know, he played that way. That's how he learned and played the game. He, he, he was maroon-tied, and that's just how we did it in Picayune. And uh, I was blessed to be on that all them Picayune teams and play with all them guys I did from Ryan Carroll and Greg Watts, Nick Woodson and Walsh, all the way to Bubba Dobson, you. I mean, you know, the names go on and on. My Brent and Brett Harris I played with since I was five. Rest your fit. Just, I mean, it's just a lot of good ball players that come out of there. And then after us, you got two of them that's in the Hall of Fame at Pearl River now, Matt Rise and Ryan Hughes, and look what they've done. It just goes on and on, man. You know that. Uh, Picune's uh, always been a baseball town and always had good ball players come out of there. Yeah, it's really neat to hear you reel those names off starting uh, from Friendship Park and I guess, as you mentioned there, ending up now the field, King Kirkland Field, named after Coach Kirkland, who had a, a state title to his own right. And then LJ, um, our Sportnut fans will remember the Dobsons, both uh, Lil John that you mentioned there, and then also Bubba, both uh, forces and both had great careers over at uh, Faulkner State. Jake, man, I can't uh, thank you enough. I did have one last question. You getting this honor and, and being able to get inducted at the end of the month, uh, you know that your bride's an athlete as well. So does this help settle any arguments around the house or uh, does she still maybe claim to be the best athlete in the household? Ever since I dunked on her in Kaplan, <laughs> Louisiana, my dad's house on an eight-foot goal, she she hasn't been able to talk to me about anything, man. But uh, she she knows what's up. But no, nah, she she'll beat me in horse every day of the week, and uh, she she got her. I, I respect her in that in that sport, you know. <laughs> well, bless Kelly's soul, man, for uh, doing that. And I wasn't gonna bring up how you did all of what we've described here, and still hosted some of the best house parties of all time. We'll we'll leave that to another episode. <laughs> Roger that, buddy. <laughs> Thank you, Jake. 
Thank you, Clay. It's been a pleasure, man. Thank y'all for uh, having me on, brother. Thank you.